Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Hey, you're a you're a doctor, right? Um, Maybe. I got a I got a serious depends on the question. Yeah, I got a really well. This is going to be a really serious medical question, so brace brace yourself. Um, All right. You guys totally make fun of dentists all the time, right? Oh yeah, of course. Like constantly, I assume. Yeah. Right. Um, I asked because I took my son to the dentist today and I was, I looked at the guy and I was like, Oh, this guy gets made fun of by doctors all the time. Has to. <laughs> that was your thoughts. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking the whole time. He was like cleaning my toddler's teeth. Um, yeah. Right. But anyways, that, that's totally unrelated tonight. We're talking about <laughs> laser invasion. Uh, for the NES, right. this, is, this is the Two Dudes in the Nest podcast. You may have forgotten because it's been a long, long time since you got an episode from us. Yeah, um, that's right. We took a little break. Yeah, well, I, I could have go, an unintended break. Yeah, we could go through a string of all the excuses, and maybe we will later in the episode. But uh, yeah, for now, maybe. for now, this is uh, this is a pretty big episode for us. This will serve as our Thanksgiving episode, and as any old time listener knows, that's a biggie for us. Uh, we like to go off on a lot of food tangents so prepare for that but i will say justin i know you got a lot of tangents i do too uh we've had a lot of build up and we've, we've backed up our uh, pipes here um but i would just want to say that i'm thankful for our listeners i'm especially thankful for those who are, have been clinging on this whole time uh and uh for that i propose that in the spirit of thanksgiving we skip right to the meat and potatoes, and we start talking about the game. And then, after we've had our first plate, and we start to meander around, you know, talk to people, we can't go back for our seconds and thirds, that's when we get into the tangents. What do you think? Oh, okay. All right, really going to get different here. We're going to yeah. actually talk about the game within the first five minutes. Of the yeah, show. we're going to turn over a new leaf. Game within the first five minutes. That's my new motto. Okay. All right. Um, Fair so, enough. Actually, scratch that. New motto. Uh, after this episode is don't forget to do the No Swear Gamer intro, which I did. Right. <laughs> so, right. so uh, let's do that well, real quick. We're going we're gonna to start over. So never mind. We're, we may still get to the game in the first five minutes, though. Let's see what happens. This is the No Swear Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the Two Dudes in a Nest, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. <laughs> Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Uh, just, uh, it would be an episode of Two Dudes if I didn't have to start over with the intro again, right? That's right. Uh, the timer on the clock says three minutes and 30 seconds, so we've still got a minute and a half before we get to the game within five minutes, so I think we're, we're going to be okay. Well, you know. What was we'll that? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say right now. Uh, you got any, um, oh, wait, I do have, we got one minute. All right. Real quick. Okay. One minute. We do have Manscaped sponsoring us again for sake of the Patreon donors, because you probably won't hear the ad for it in the main, in your feed. Cause you're, especially if you pay for it ad free, uh, for sake of you guys, in case you want 20% off wonderful Manscaped products, our code is two dudes. 
uh, for everybody else, you will hear an advertisement later in the episode for it. So, anyways. All right. So, if you want that promo, 20% off. There's got some really good stuff. Um, they actually sent Justin and I some new items that we'll talk about in the ad. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyways. Get your, you know, Christmas time. Get your friends and family, your, your hairy friends and family. Yeah, take care of that hair with your friends and family or something like that. All right, Justin, do you have some historical tidbits and trivia? Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Well, I get out your D-pad notepad because you're about to get schooled (laughs) by the doctor. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Uh, Justin can't. uh, Another thing is since we forgot the... Since since it's been so long since we recorded, my software updated, and we no longer Justin can no longer hear the intros, so uh, that's a little bit of a miss mishap. But there you go, good enough. It's okay, uh, good enough. It's been five minutes. Right. Let's talk about this game. That's the it should be the title of good enough. Good enough. Um, <laughs> Two dudes in an S colon good enough. Yeah, laser invasion. A game brought to you by none other than Konami, which, you know, you may have heard of them. Um, we talked about a few of their games in the past, I believe. Just a couple. Of course, yeah, one of the most popular game makers of the NES produced this really lesser-known game uh, to the NES family, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. But really, this game was uh, brought out to use the laser scope, which was a Konami accessory to go with the NES um, that was released around the same time as the game, as well as in Japan for the Famicom, they also released the laser scope um, accessory with the same game, basically, uh, Laser Invasion, although it went by the name Gunsight. Released in 1991, it was released in Japan in June of the U.S. Never made it to the PAL region. Um, and uh, directed by Nobuyo Nakazatu. We're playing the hits tonight. We're going to play the hits by me reading Japanese. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Uh, programmer Masato Maigawara, uh, Hideyaku Suganami and artist, uh, same as the director. Uh, and then there's several composers on the game. I'll, I'll spare everyone me reading their names. Um, but they actually had several, uh, several people. Um, and, and the composer. So the big difference, really, though, it was between this game and the gun site, which was the Famicom version, was the Famicom version actually had a password feature that allowed the player to begin at, at later uh, missions, which um, uh, the NES version did not have, but they had more continues um, or more starting number of lives than the, the Japanese version. So that was the big different um so really you know i was expecting a lot of like development and things on this game there really isn't a lot out there um, that i could find i did find that um 
on the cover, which we can talk about this later too, there it says there's a ten dollar off laser scope. So you can get ten dollars off laser scope if you bought this game. It actually it's advertised as zap ten dollars off. Nice. You know But the um, laser scope I was gonna I was gonna say real quick the we'll talk about this probably in the gameplay too because um, I'm sure we'll have to talk about the laser scope uh, when we talk about this game um, but th- this game's kind of a a little bit of a greatest hits of uh, light gun games right of sorts and then yeah. the laser scope is just kind of like the icing on the cake and I was just curious yeah. what your thoughts are um, about the laser scope have you ever exp- well let's just save it we'll save it teaser yeah let's say that for the same. gameplay but i will say this and this may be a spoiler for later on you feel about it but the laser scope was released in 91 coinciding with this game also developed by Konami. um the laser scope actually received pretty pretty across the board negative reviews um and we can talk about you know kind of the technology bringing technology out in 1991 kind of get credit for at least getting it out there but maybe it wasn't the best voice activated uh, technology uh, of course again 31 years ago so uh, but um, we can talk about that later what I want did you have this game did you go find this game? And did you find a laser scope? Play? Mm, good question. Now it's time for the thrill of 8-Bit Discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. Well, Justin, let me just tell you. Um, I know it's been a while since we recorded last. And the main reason is because I've been hunting. I've been hunting for this game, and I've been hunting for the laser scope. Um, mm-hmm. Not easy to come by, I should say. So really, uh, I'd say whenever the last after we recorded the last episode, I don't even remember what the game was. Doesn't matter. The last episode, I went on a hunt. I, I, I went searching um, for the game in the laser scope. Uh, the game was easier to find. The laser scope, not so much. Uh, I had to go through a few trials. Uh, one of one of which was a really difficult maze. Um, mm. Yeah, really difficult maze. And then uh, there was a part where, like, I had to stand on, uh, I guess, it was, you know, it's kind of like an airport type scenario. I had to stand on one of those conveyor, those like escalators, but they're not escalators. They're just conveyor belts. You just stand on them, you know? Mm-hmm. And you just, just mm-hmm. kind of takes you wherever you're going. So I stood on one of those while a bunch of, while everybody else was like running around in front of me. Um, that, I had to sit. I had to stay on it for a while while I waited to get to the, where the laser scope was, and then finally I finally get there and I had to I had to play Top Gun for the NES in order and I had to land the plane on the aircraft carrier in order to, yeah. in order to even be able to purchase a laser scope. So okay, okay, yeah. So that was well. my quest, um, and so I don't have it. I don't have the game. I don't have the, I don't have the laser scope. <laughs> I can't land the plane on top. All, so. all that and just died. didn't get it. No, sir, I didn't get it. Well, shoot. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, well, no. The, the the true story uh, is this is this one just kind of came out pretty late. I really never had interest in it. Whenever I was uh, 
whenever I was a kid, uh, I had interest in the laser scope. That seemed really like a really cool idea to me as a kid, but I never could get my hands on one because, well, you know my parents. Uh, yeah. So I wasn't, they weren't really into random junk filling up our house. They, they would buy me games, but as far as like really cool accessories and stuff, it was just, that wasn't going to happen. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of, it looked like the box art just kind of showed like a generic army game or whatever. And that just wasn't what I was into as a kid. Right. Yeah. This game never really been like, like kind of like same with you. Never really crossed my radar. So I never really ever played it. Never even really thought about it until we started this game for this podcast. But, um, it's, uh, and I never used the laser scope. Okay, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. I never used the laser scope. Okay, well, I have. So I, can, I, can, I can talk about it. But uh, let's talk about that in the game discussion, which we will have next, I think. What's the... I can't remember the order of our show, but I think that's yeah, next. Yeah, it's next. Yeah, it's, okay. It's game All right, so, tell you what. We're going to place an advertisement here for Manscaped. Uh, for all you listeners who are uh, not on the ad supported or the ad free feed and uh when we come back we'll talk about the game this holiday season i'll be giving thanks to our friends over at manscaped everyone loves turkey and stuffing but you'll be looking like dessert with the help of manscaped's performance package 4.0 the leaders in below the waist grooming have blessed you with the ultimate thanksgiving dinner topic Tell your in-laws about your new cutting-edge ball trimmer and gift yourself or the man in your life the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Trim your pumpkins by going to manscaped.com and use the code 2DUDES for free shipping and 20% off. That's 2DUDES with the number 2 followed by dudes. Uh, Justin, I'm just going to tell you, I got, um, I got the new package Right, uh-huh. and uh, you know, so, so some new items. Of course, everybody knows what, how we feel about the lawnmower four point four point zero. We've had that for a while. It is still, it is still my mainstay. I still use it for everything. Although I told yeah. my, I told my brother and and, well, and my wife, I was, they were asking. We we're talking about beards. It's no shave November also, so probably not good for. Manscaped campaign, but it's no shave November for me, so I'm not been shaving my face. But I was talking to my brother and my wife, and uh, they were talking about like, you know, how do you trim your beard? I, you know, so it's like, well, I just use the lawnmower 4.0 just all over. Right. And they said, and they were like, whoa, 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 no, wait, you're not supposed to trim your balls in your beard with the same uh, buzzer. And I was like, I don't care, lawnmower 4.0, baby. I can just get in the shower and just. Rinse it off. Right, it's waterproof. Yeah, it's water resistant. Yeah, so you can, uh, you know, get it wet. Don't have to worry about getting it wet and uh, damaging it. Right. Yeah. Don't have to worry about that. I, I've so I've used this ever since our last campaign, and uh, yeah, no problem at all. But the new stuff, I'm gonna tell you. So they've sent shampoo, uh, body Ooh. wash. And uh, this scrubby thing, I, I need to look it up, what it's actually supposed to be called, because I'm sure people are going to it. Is it a loofah? It. No, it's, it's, it's better than a loofah, sort of. 
I mean, it's got its own purpose. I would say yeah. it's got like a handle. Uh, oh, the body buffer is what it's called. All right, so the Manscaped body okay. buffer. Okay, it's like mm-hmm. a it's like a silicone um, like pad, and you like slide it between your fingers, and it like it makes your the palm of your hand like a a buffer. Yeah, you know, right? It's like a nice. It's got right. this little. It's got in your body like it's a car. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I I tried it out tonight and. Um, the it, it works it feels pretty cool um but i had like this little scab on my shin where mm-hmm. or where scott uh like threw a toy at me and hit me in the shin or something and, and what you know kids whatever um but i was using the buffer and it just ripped that scab right off it was like yoink gone <laughs> and i just started bleeding all over the place but it was great <laughs> i mean it just goes to show you it works so, like come in after a day in the yard and uh, you know that dirt's coming off so there you go Uh, lather some manscapes refined body wash on your brand new body buffer and give yourself the lather and rinse your body deserves lose the loofah and exfoliate your mates ooh I yeah you can even use it uh, downstairs I guess there you go all right, I'll let you talk next, Ad, about uh, your experiences with it. But uh, again, get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Two Dudes at Manscape.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at Manscape.com and use the code Two Dudes. That's the number two followed by Dudes. Uh, be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. All right, we're back. That was a almost a five minute advertisement for Manscaped. Right. They should be happy with that. They should. Uh, well, they'd be happy if people actually, you know, use the code. Buy some. Stuff. That's true. That's true. They they may only be happy if people use the promo code Two Dudes. That's Two Dudes with the number two followed by dudes. Just kidding. Sorry. Sorry, all you. Uh, yeah. All you um, ad free guys. I had to throw that in there just in case. Just in case. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, you know, uh, Christmas is coming up. And I know we, we still got Thanksgiving to talk about, but I did want to bring up this. You know, holiday treats, and particularly holiday cereal. Couldn't help myself, gave me some Captain Crunch holiday uh, edition. Okay. All right. Which, which, in all honesty, it's just basically, uh, it's just basically, uh, Captain Grudge. With, but the berries are like Christmas stuff, right? there. Yeah. Right. So, but, uh, you know, what is it about Captain Crunch that just leaves the birth in your mouth? Just like, well, it just like carries it up. I don't know. It destroys it. I know what you mean. I don't know. Unlike any other cereal. But I can't help myself, even though that happens. I love Captain Crunch. Yeah, I don't. I, so I love Captain Crunch. I like regular Captain Crunch. I don't like Crunch Berries. Maybe but I'm in. The, I'm a Crunch Berry. I'm in the minority. I feel like most people like the Crunch Berries. I just I don't know something about the berries. It just throws off my whole mojo when I'm eating Captain Crunch. Maybe the maybe one of you guys out there can let us know if, if I'm 
off base here, but I just don't, I don't know. Something about the berries I don't like. Well, that's basically what the, the Christmas edition, or the holiday edition, like the berries, but it's, uh, you know, it's a little, uh, just green, basically. Yeah, green and red, the berries. Um, oh, speaking of cereal, uh, I, I texted you this the other day when I was at the grocery store, but uh, they have, uh, I think it's Quaker brand or General Mills or something. They have uh, oatmeal in cereal styles now. That gets like Lucky Charms oatmeal, right? Oh, boy. Yeah, I saw that, and uh, I couldn't help the eight-year-old me. He just had to have it, so I got it. Uh, and I will say... Uh, a little disappointed, actually. Not the the oatmeal, not so good. So was it just like Lucky Charm marshmallows in the oatmeal, or what? Yeah, going on? yeah, it's got Lucky Charm marshmallows in just like regular vanilla oatmeal. Hmm. And so the oatmeal was okay. It just was. It, I mean, it's just like bland, kind of bland oatmeal. I prefer if I'm going to yeah. eat oatmeal, I prefer more like the like blueberry oatmeal, like it's got little chunks of blueberry in it, or maybe the raisin dates and walnuts is a really good one too. I like that one a lot. But anyways, so the um, Lucky Charms oatmeal, meh, not so much, but, and here's, this is a big old but, okay? Hear me out. What mm. they do is they give you the Lucky Charms marshmallows as a separate packet. Ooh, so they, okay, so they don't get soggy in the microwave. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that means you can just have Lucky Charms marshmallows on anything you want. Ooh. Yeah, think about it that way. Don't I don't I, I haven't ate I have not eaten any more of the oatmeal, but I've eaten almost all the packets of the Lucky Charms marshmallows. <laughs> I like the Dunkaroos. Remember how Dunkaroos is like you're you're gonna run out. You gotta. You have to ration. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But I've not been rationing these Lucky Charms marshmallows. I've just been plowing through them. I put them in my cottage yeah. cheese. I put them in. Uh, I, I've just been putting them in everything. So. Yeah. Nice. So well, it, uh, it, it's worth it, if you ask me. You know, if we're if we're going to go ahead and skip to that segment, uh, I think it's worth it. One more piece of information about cereal. Related, we bought these uh, for Halloween. That you know they had like cereal bars. You know they have like Captain Crunch or not Captain Crunch. Well, they probably did, but they have like Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal bars, Lucky Charms cereal bars. Oh yeah, those are good. I like those a lot. Well, for Halloween, we bought the Go Count Chocula one. Oh okay. And I'm not a Count Chocula fan. Never really been a Count Chocula fan. Cereal, but these uh, Count Chocula bars, top notch. Yeah, what's a so? Are you just not a chocolate cereal fan, or is it? Um, yeah, you know that you you have I a certain chocolate. chocolate cereal you like. I love chocolate. Like I like chocolate candy better than I like uh, fruity candy. Uh-huh. But when it comes to cereal, I just don't do chocolate cereal. Like I don't like Cocoa Puffs. I don't like Count Chocula. I got you. I'm not a huge chocolate cereal fan either. I guess if I did, though, it would be what's the what's the Flintstones one? Cocoa, Cocoa Pebbles? Pebbles? No, uh, Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cocoa, Pebbles. Right. Cocoa Pebbles. Because there's Cocoa Pebbles and there's Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, Fruity Pebbles are way Fruity better. Fruity Pebbles. 
but way better. <laughs> yeah. But fruity pebbles, the thing about fruity pebbles, you got to realize there's like a there's a time limit. Yeah, fruity pebbles. That's true. If, when, if they set in the milk like longer than three minutes and thirty seven seconds, it's just it's it's game. So you got to eat fruity pebbles fast. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you want them crunchy, you do. But I kind of like the soggy fruity pebble. Uh, no. Got to be crunchy. Actually, how I do fruity pebbles, I just put a little bit in the milk at a time. You just keep oh. your cereal box right there with me. Put a little bit in, eat it. Okay. I respect that. Because I mean, you know, I'm an adult. Because that, you know, pretty much nowadays, eat cereal. I, I'm not gonna. No. Had to refill the bowl. Yeah. No. I used to. Uh, well, until I decided I needed to be healthier, I used to get uh, just not a regular size bowl. I would get like a bowl that was like three times the size of a normal bowl. <laughs> a Jethro. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And I would just pour like half the box into the bowl, <laughs> and then just, and just pour a bunch of milk in there and just. <laughs> That's, I just ate it. Yeah. It probably it's probably fifteen hundred calories worth of cereal in one bowl. But uh Yeah. What are you gonna do? Delicious stuff. Hey, I don't know Delicious how to not nutritious. No. I don't know how to make a transition to this, but we we got requested a Bucky's tangent. Do they sell cereal at Bucky's? We can maybe They don't, but they have beaver nuggets. Oh and beaver nuggets are like amazing. They're pretty much like cereal. They're just sweet. I don't even know what be honest they're like these little like fried sweet caramelized things mm, that sounds good when i when i hear the term beaver nuggets you know where my mind goes though yeah <laughs> that's not what they but, are no <laughs> no 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 these are these things trust me when you get a bag it's like you you basically just eat them until you are sick and order the bag mm. so I've actually yeah. never I've yeah. actually never been to Bucky's, so I can't this is not gonna be a very good tangent. Uh, but uh I, well see I've never been to Bucky's people bring me the streets. Uh okay. So maybe well actually maybe we should put a pin in the Bucky's tangent until we can go. I know we've got one close yeah. relatively close by. It's a bit well, of a we drive, but yeah. But you know about the one in Sevilla? No. Is there coming one to Zerville? There's one coming in Sevierville, and apparently, like all things Sevierville, um, it's bigger. It's going to be the largest Bucky's in existence. Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to save up. I'm going to wait. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to pop my Bucky's cherry uh, at uh, the, one the largest. Yeah. Which I don't know if so. I can say that on a family friendly podcast, but I just did. So. Yeah, it's okay. Um. Yeah, so we're going to put a pin in the Bucky's tangent. Uh, come back to that. That was a request from Brother Goose Poop. Uh, so oh, sorry, Brother Goose Poop, but uh, we'll, we'll put a pin in the Bucky's tangent. Oh, wait, but I do. Sorry, everybody who's wanting to listen to the, about the game talk. We gave you some. All right, now you got to wait. Yeah, don't get greedy. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of Brother Goose Poop, I got a good. I got a good goose tangent. You want to hear a good goose oh, tangent? Oh, I love goose tangents. Okay, all right, so. Uh, where I work is close to um, a, a, univer- a small community college, mm-hmm. and uh, I go there to go my walks. Uh, they have like a walking trail, right? And mm-hmm. so I go there to walk every 
you know, mostly every day uh, for my during my lunch break. And um, there's like tons and tons of geese at this. Oh no! At this walk at this trail, so I get to wa- I get to observe the geese. Okay, and I'm learning a lot about geese. Also, I'm having to dodge a lot of goose poop. There's a lot of goose poop. <laughs> they love they love to poop on the trail. I don't know why. They just do. It's easy. Yeah, it's easier to avoid COVID than it is goose poop. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've I've experienced COVID twice. Uh, I've experienced goose poop untold number of times. It's <laughs> It's just it's just impossible to stay away from it. But a few things I've noticed about geese. One, um, they all have different personalities. Some of them think that they're just the toughest goose in town. Others <laughs> others are very meek. Okay, so I'm walking on the trail. Oftentimes they're on the trail, right? Uh, I would say nine times out of ten. Uh, they'll just get out of your way and just move on. They'll just kind of give you this mm-hmm. look like, oh, oh, don't, oh, don't kick me, you know, like, uh, don't hurt me. Uh, but every now and then, I'd say one in ten, uh, you get the alpha goose. And you know what? You know, have you ever made a goose mad? Oh yeah, yeah. It just They're, they don't. Yeah, like it's a serious situation. Yeah, you know, you know when the alpha goose is on the trail too, because he'll see you coming. He'll stand there and he'll stare you down. And then as you get closer, he starts going. Can you yeah. hear that? <laughs> He's just hissing like a cat. Oh, I know. They hiss like great. And he sticks his, he'll like stick his tongue out at you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go to walk. And I, I you know, <laughs> I'm not a pansy or anything, but uh, I go around that goose because I don't want to start nothing with the alpha goose. There was one time that I I, uh, I was walking and I braved it. Okay, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna let no goose is gonna stand in my way. This trail's big mm-hmm. enough for the both of us. Don't worry, I'm not gonna run you over. I'm gonna walk beside you, but I'm not going into the grass and around you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to go. Right. I'm gonna keep walking on the trail. I'll walk right beside you. I did, and he just started following me, and I was like, okay, <laughs> that's it. Never again. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tempt these uh, yeah, alpha geese. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I'm so there was that. I was riding my bike on a green. This was like maybe a year. Um, and it's you know popular greenway. Every guy walking. See, he was stopping. I could see. Him. And the reason he was stopping is there was a couple of geese about 10 feet from him. And it was like one of those situations where I guess, you know, it's the alpha goose. And uh, that goose wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just yelled, uh, I got it. And uh, <laughs> I'm on my bike. And the goose sees me coming like really fast. And the goose took off out of the, out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I guess if I wasn't walking, if I started running at him or something, then he'd probably get out of the way. But uh, yeah. no, if he, if you're just walking towards them, they're just, they're just brave. And then there's and then there's these. Okay, so they're. I guess I don't. I know the regular goose. You know, there's like the brown and black kind of tan looking goose. But then there's there's these geese or something out there. I'm not sure what they are because I'm not a I'm not an expert in. in 
uh, what are they? I guess they're birds, but is there a specific uh, genus or species of, that these things fall into? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I don't know, I'm not an expert, obviously, in that. But uh, there's like this greenish looking one with like a red mohawk on the top of his head. Mm-hmm. And there's very, there's very few yeah. of those, but there's maybe two or three of those. And all I ever see them do, they're they're never walking around. They're never doing anything. They're just sitting there licking themselves or something or, and, <laughs> and, or, or napping. They're either sitting there cleaning themselves, like rubbing their face and their, and their wings and things, or they're just they're taking pretty a nap. Boys. Yeah, I guess they're so. Cleaning themselves. They're pretty boys. Yeah. Um, well, here's an animal. Here's a bird. It's not alpha and not. Wait, I got one more. I got one more goose before you go off talking to chickens. I know you're probably about to talk about chickens. Yep. Yep. But hold on, I got one more goose thing. One more thing that I've noticed that the geese do: yoga. Have you ever seen a goose doing yoga? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I can only assume that's what they're doing. But like every now and then, I'll see a goose. Yeah, obviously you think they'll spread their wings, right? They do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But this is like leg cocked out to the back, like. So the, picture this. I, it's going to be hard for me to describe, but there's a, every now and then I'll see these geese. They'll stick their leg out behind them, and like mm-hmm. like a balancing thing, and then they'll stick one one wing out in front of them, and then just kind of like it's almost like they're doing tai chi or yoga or something, <laughs> and they, and they just do it. I don't know what they're doing. They're just stretching or something, but it's it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, uh, well, the the chicken is not an alpha. Well, I guess. Maybe a rooster, right? But uh, chickens definitely know where the name chicken comes from when he talks about scared people because uh, chickens are skittish at everything. Like uh, little crow starts crowing, chickens take off running. They're like, no, no, what's that? <laughs> then they start looking up and like they're like looking for the crow. <laughs> they like, and they'll run under, they'll get under like a bush or something. Where they'll go in their pen uh, if they hear, start hearing like a crow. Uh, yeah, wait. Have, has it then, been so? Hold on. Has it been so long since we podcasted that you haven't been able to tell people you have chickens now? No, we've talked about chickens. Okay. On the podcast. All right. Cool. You All know right. that. I get But uh, anyway, I uh, I think that's all I really had on the chickens. But uh, yeah, they they are not brave animals. In the least, they are very much scared of everything. Yeah, I, you know, you don't hear it. You'll hear a lot of stories about the brave little chicken. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's probably because the brave ones are the ones that get eaten first. So, well, the bruce. Yeah, I guess it's the roosters. We don't have any roosters. Yeah, that's true. Roosters are Yeah, roosters can be pretty mean. So, yeah. Chickens are usually pretty, mostly docile. And yeah, scared. they're pretty much scared. Yeah, but I love their mm-hmm. eggs. I haven't had any yet. Produced. You haven't had any eggs yet. No. Don't you have to have a rooster to have eggs? No. You don't. No, no way. But the thing is, so we kind of timed this wrong. So. They start laying in between four and five months. They're probably they're a little over four months right now, so it could be any day. 
but apparently chickens uh, lay less eggs in the winter. Well, yeah, makes sense. Summertime, they be like dead. Yeah. Winter, they don't. They may be two or three times a week. And it has to do with like the amount of vitamin D and things they're getting. So, uh, less sunlight, they're not. Give them some D. I mean, hello. But I'm out there trying to give them supplements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can just see you chasing the chickens around. Take this little pill. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I want some eggs. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. All right, let's let's talk about this game for a little bit. Uh, we st- we still got Thanksgiving talk because uh, you know yeah. I got to talk about some Thanksgiving food. But let's oh, talk yeah. about this. Let's talk about this game a little bit. I got an intro for us. Hold on. Time to dig in to some good old-fashioned game discussion. All right. Good old-fashioned game discussion. Um, so, we kind of mentioned it briefly before, but uh, neither one of us had a lot of experience with this as a kid. I remember it being in advertisements, and I remember the laser scope being in advertisements. I just don't remember ever having any interest in playing the game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. Well, I don't even really remember it um, when I was a kid. I remember the laser scope being a thing. So I guess maybe by proxy, I remember this game a bit. But uh, I never used the laser scope. Never played with the laser scope. It was kind of a late in the Nintendo life accessory to come out anyway. Yeah. So by this time, you know, uh, probably gone a little bit with Super Nintendo and things, but um, so, uh, but I just from the reviews and things that I've read about it, I don't have any personal experience. It sounds like it wasn't the best uh, accessories. Yeah, so I've actually had two experiences with it. I don't have one. Um, mm-hmm. But I've had two experiences with it. One, I had when I, I had an experience with it when I was a kid, right? Uh, a friend, I can't even remember his name now, unfortunately, but a friend of mine when I was a kid had it. Um, mm. I didn't play it when it was new. I played it uh, a few years later. Yeah. It would, so it was after the 16-bit systems were out, um, and I, I had also kind of moved on in my mindset. But... I went over to a friend's house and I saw that he had it. And I was like, oh, I got to try this thing out. Uh, mm-hmm. And as a kid, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Um, but also as a kid, you don't get as embarrassed about things like yelling into the microphone of a headset. Right. <laughs> so it didn't bother me to just be every time I wanted to shoot the gun, just going, you know, just making noise. Right. Um, or yelling fire or whatever. Which is kind of a funny thing because it like you're supposed to yell fire, but it pretty much you could yell it picked up anything that you said. Yeah, right. Yeah, they kind of encourage you to say fire, but I found uh, whenever at least when I was a kid, I figured out that fire is too long because it's it's basically two syllables, kind of. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, not really, not. From a technical standpoint, I guess an English. Standpoint, I don't know. 
I'm not an English major, obviously. Rob is. He can tell us whether we're right on. But it's it has a it's like a yeah, it's a, it's a two draw. syllable There's word, a draw right? to it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's. It, I figured out fairly quickly that, that was not the most effective way to make the headset shoot. Um, mm-hmm. And so basically, I just ended up making noises. Uh, you know, yeah, just like those types of things, just to make the gun go off. Uh, yeah. But I thought it was fun. I thought it was a lot of fun when I was a kid. Now, fast forward a long period of time, probably until I was in my early 20s or something. And uh, I I ran across it again at, um, I don't even remember where it was, but it was like a, oh, it was like a game store or something. And they had, they let, you could set it up and, and used it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you could buy it if you wanted to, but they let you try all the games and stuff out. It was really, it was really, yeah. really it was like a, it was a really cool store. Um, I can't remember the name of it now, unfortunately, but um, it's not in existence anymore. It's gone. Um, but they let you plug things in and try them out. And I tried it there. And I don't know if it was just because I was older or the fact that I was in a public place trying to use it, but I was embarrassed. It felt like it didn't work right, and I just yeah. I hated it. Uh, so I don't know. I've had I've had both experiences with it. I don't have one. They're pretty expensive, actually, to get now. Yeah, they are now. Um, yeah, I think at the time it felt expensive to me too because I think it was like thirty or forty bucks at that game store. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, you know, probably should have got it, but um, right, I had no nobody knew that the. the Prices of video games is going to, and accessories is going to skyrocket. So, well, it still felt you know, pretty expensive. And there's a couple of things like that uh, that Nintendo advertised um, that are kind of funny about about the laser scope. One thing is that they basically advertised it as you could use it as headphones, just like. For you know, I think it even like showed like you can use it for your Game Boy or your Sony Walkman. Um, I keep saying Nintendo. Nintendo. This is not a Nintendo product. This is a Konami product. Right. But, uh, um, and then they talked about uh, there's like this one part where it's like parents love will what love what they can't hear or something. It says it's on the box. It's basically uh, like saying that you know. If you get this headset on, and parents are not going to be bothered by you know the, the noise of the game because it's going to be in headphones. Except that doesn't really make sense when the point of the headset is also that it's voice activated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the yeah. person sitting there going, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> "Is Timmy okay? Have you yeah. checked on little Timmy lately?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is is the house on fire? He keeps yelling fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I get it though. Um, yeah, it would be cool, I guess, to use it in, in a setting where maybe you're not playing a light gun game, but you're just using it. Yeah, um, just as a headset for an because nowadays. Video games have headsets for everything. You could be quiet all day long. Nobody ever have to hear you play a game at all. Um, every game's got a headset. TVs, you can plug a headset into a TV. Whatever. You, you got all... Oh, I know. Everything you, you can imagine. TV and, and my AirPods. 
Yeah, but when we were kids, exactly. think about it. You either had to turn the volume down on your TV, for the most part, or you know, or listen to it and, and bother everybody else, right? But so I don't know. I guess it's a cool feature. It it was terribly uncomfortable too. I don't remember being. Very, I can imagine. It looks like it'd be very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just hard plastic. Uh, but um, uh, that's beside the point. It, for it, it's an interesting accessory for sure. Um, this I do remember. Um, it's been a while, but I do remember the the scope on it being pretty accurate. Actually, the you know you, there's like a little rec. How do you say it? Reticle. Red, red, reticle, or whatever the little scope thing you oh, yeah. there, it goes over your eye, uh, and it's got yeah. a it's got a target on it, and you whatever you look at when you yell fire is what you'll shoot at is what you'll shoot, um, so whatever you're looking at through that uh, lens is what you'll hit, mm-hmm. and the I guess the light gun reflector thing is on the top. Oh, it's like on your forehead. But I remember it pretty accurate, actually. It, it kind of worked surprisingly well for what it was. Um, anyways, it's definitely probably the most interesting way to play a light gun game. But light gun games in general are a thing of the past now. Um, right. We'll talk about it when we're here in just a minute when we start talking about this game. But it's um, it was pretty tricky to actually. Yeah. It's tricky to hook these things up these days and play them. Unless you can right. CRT TV, just kind of handy because the way the light gun works, um, it won't work with any modern television set. So, right. All right. Let's talk about this game. Uh, go to the manual real quick. Who knows what lurks in the minds of hot-blooded psychopaths? In the case of the infamous toxic moron, oil fields, luxury limos, and world domination top the list. Unfortunately, I like how they just go ahead and call the bad guy a moron. Yeah, he's a, he's a moron. Toxic moron. <laughs> Unfortunately for the fate of us all, world domination, domination is currently the primary motivator as he prepares to unleash the most devastating weapon ever conceived by mankind, the Techno-Scorch Missile. This earth-shattering what? missile is capable of traveling 37,000 miles in exactly 13.8 minutes, which means no metropolis, not New York, Washington, London, Paris, Moscow, or Evansville, Indiana. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Evansville, Indiana. All right. Okay. The big metropolis of Evansville. Big, sh- big shout out to Evansville, Indiana. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? Okay. None of that is beyond the range of the burn of the moron's burning desires. <laughs> um, hey, so thirty-seven thousand miles in thirteen point eight minutes. What's the? We're, we're about to get blown up by North Korea. What was their missile? It, it can travel like ten thousand, right? So that thirty-seven thousand—that's pretty fast or pretty far. Yeah. Uh, in response to this international crisis, leaders from across the globe have gathered in private to select one man or woman with the skills necessary to put a halt to the toxic moron's ambitions. 
before it's too late. That one gifted modern-day warrior must have the ability to fight on the land and in the air. He or she is must be... modern-day warrior being faint pride? Yep, it is. <laughs> Rush. He or she must be capable of making contact with hidden informants and then be able to decipher their leading or misleading clues. But most importantly, the chosen one must have the ability to withstand weeks, perhaps months, in a hostile environment where an intense firefight rages 24 hours a day. Attention. We interrupt this introduction for a bulletin from the world's Joint Chiefs of Staff. The smoke has risen from the UN chimney. The mission commando has been selected. For security reasons, that name cannot be revealed Ooh, here. Wait, 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 wait. The smoke has risen from the chimney as they've chosen uh, somebody for the mission. Is this like choosing a pope? Isn't yeah, that how they do it? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly that's exactly right. <laughs> to find out who that person person is, check your birth certificate <laughs> and look for the coded mission that appears under the heading name. <laughs> this is oh god, uh, that that's a pretty awesome intro. And uh, for anybody listening, I did have to edit it a little bit because I don't know what the politically correctness is of this particular story. So if you want to go back and. Uh, and read it for yourself. Look, you can look at the manual. But this is a pretty. Uh, I like this a lot. It's, it's funny, um, but like an old dad joke kind of way. So I can dig it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, but the this game, the gist of this game is um, well, it's kind of hard to explain because it's a lot of games wrapped up in one. It's a bit yeah. of a. It's a bit of a. As we mentioned earlier, the greatest hits of two dudes is on this episode. Well, this is the greatest hits of a light gun game. Um, yeah, it's it's a I don't know. It's weird. This game does a lot of really interesting things. The one thing one thing that stands out to me is it is kind of a free roaming Top Gun. Like the, mm-hmm. the, there's three different types of of levels. There's the helicopter section when you're in the helicopter and it's basically yeah. top gun so you're like sitting behind the cockpit and shooting out from inside mm-hmm. there's a side scrolling light gun portion which is kind of like uh, what's the name of that game operation wolf i think is the name of it mm-hmm. where you kind of you kind of scroll to the side and the enemies come jump out in front of you and then there is a maze where you're, you have to like tr- walk first person view through a maze yeah, and I know this isn't the first game to mix a bunch of light gun elements with regular game. I think Bayou Billy did it, which we haven't talked about that game yet. But there's other games that have done it. But this one is um, it just puts a lot of stuff in this game, and the the free form pop gun is kind of what was the most intriguing to me. Yeah, I I thought that was probably the best of the three designs. I mean. The, the side scroll kind of, you know, shooting the bad guys, that was kind of a neat feature. I didn't really like the, the maze. Uh, I, I can appreciate it, but it was just kind of, yeah, it just wasn't my favorite part of the game. But it's, it's interesting because a lot of the times when games try to put in different elements, like they try to do a top-down and then a platform, 
you know, these different elements. And, you know, and it, they, it's like you should have just picked one and made it good. good. But this one, it seems to do a pretty good job in kind of all three of the uh, versions. Yeah. I, I I can agree with that. I also I, I kind of agree with you. The the maze stuff or tra- going through the maze, I wasn't, wasn't a huge fan of that. I like I think it's cool they mixed it up. But I really really liked the I like the open world helicopter stuff, and I like the um, the light gun game portion where the where the side scrolling bad guys or whatever. Yeah, um, it's what it has, it it looks it, good and it performs pretty well in, in that yeah. regard. It had a very arcade feel to it in, in really all aspects of the game. You know, it had a very uh, you could kind of imagine it being uh, Yeah. Um, so I don't know. The it's hard to talk a lot about this game, unfortunately. But, you know, the light scope stuff is where I kind of expect us to talk more. But mm-hmm. um, and again, this is one of those where somebody who somebody who's really good and play has played it a lot can probably talk forever about it because there is a lot of little things that are going on in the game, right? Um, but I just think, I think the, I think it's it's a late NES game that was designed really really well, um, and it it takes the graphics are pretty good. I don't know we we talk about those in a separate section sometimes, um, but the the way that the the helicopter controls the way even the maze stuff, the 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 map, you know it. It, it fills in for you as you're going. So there's a lot of little things that we've complained about in other games that this game gets right. Um, I guess what I'm trying to boil, boil it down to. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that, you know, it, and it's got the we will do it in a lot of ways, especially the side scrolling, I think kind of looks like your typical Konami, which is actually, it is a compliment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, yeah, it's kind of one of those I'm disappointed that I didn't play, but I get to uh, Yeah, I probably could have had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, this game would have been a lot more fun if you played it kind of in its heyday. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a as a kid, it, it's hard to go back to it now. I mean, I, I'm guessing um, my gut tells me you probably didn't play it as a light gun game. That, that's another thing. This game gives you the choice. You don't. You can play it as a light gun game, or you can play it with a little crosshair and a controller. Right? Um, it's totally well, different. I can imagine. Um, yeah, um, it's a totally different game if you're playing with a light gun. The I've I've played it both ways, and um, when you're trying to play with a controller, moving the little cursor around. Now the cursor moves pretty quick. It's not, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, it works, but it's so much more fun to play with the light gun. 
Yeah, I can so, imagine. I can imagine that to be the case. So you know, I don't know. It's 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 it stinks that the the world of light gun games is kind of dead now. Unless you're yeah, unless you have a dedicated game room where you can set up a CRT, which I used to have. Now I've got one in my basement crawl space area, which is not um, ideal. Yeah, you don't go into the crawl space and play games. Well, I, actually, I do. I have a walk-in crawl space, with like a with a with a room that is. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a picture sometime. I don't, I don't think you've yeah. actually, you've ever actually seen it, but in order, it's not like a normal basement where you can go, just go down the stairs inside your house and you're there. Mine mm-hmm. is essentially a garage, so you have to go out out of the house, walk around to the behind behind my house, and there's a garage door. It was it's mm-hmm. essentially it was designed to put your lawnmower and stuff in if you want to. Right. Right. But I use it as a, uh, a workout and game room for if I need to like use a CRT or whatever. It's not, it's not ideal cause it's not super humidity controlled. It's not temperature controlled. So I don't, yeah, uh, you know, it's probably not good on, on my stuff, my TVs, the electronics, the electronics, yeah. but it's, I got a dehumidifier down there. So it works fine. It doesn't get, ice cold or scalding hot it stays somewhere middling because it is attached to the house and indoors but anyways that's a long long story short yes i do have a crt that i can actually (laughs) go play it's just a lot of work to go do it so most of the time when i'm playing these games i'm not uh leaving the warmth of my house to go out into the cold around the house into the basement to play these games but for certain scenarios when i need to if I want to play a light gun game, that's what I have to do, right? So, right. Unfortunately, that's the case. But yeah, so this, I mean, this game is totally, totally different. Um, playing with a light gun versus not. Um, but the helicopter sections, those are those are fine. I mean, you can do those however you want. Um, yeah. And kind of the way those work is, you've got a. Obviously, your screen kind of looks like Top Gun, which I've said that a million times now, but that, that gives people a good idea of what's going on. Or Captain Skyhawk, that's another good example. But uh, you've got a little map on your screen, and it shows you where you're going, and you can fly to the base. Essentially, you're trying to fly to the base to start those other sections. And then when you get there, you have to land on the helipad. So it's not like landing on the aircraft carrier. It's a little bit different. Yeah. But, uh, you basically just have to line up the crosshair. Not, not a big deal. But then you get it shows your little guy getting out of the helicopter and running into the base. Um, little cutscene. And that's right? when the shooting starts. Yeah, and that's when the shooting starts. And then you, when you finish the shooting, you have to go through uh, the maze and then rinse and repeat. And that's the game. You just do that over and over again. And the levels change slightly, but not all that much, unfortunately. Um, there's a couple of bosses too, which are pretty cool. I found, yeah. uh, you know, some of the boss designs were pretty, were pretty interesting. The near the end of the game, there's, uh, maybe the final boss, actually, there's like a giant robot looking thing that you fight. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. The game's not terribly difficult. 
I didn't find it terribly, terribly difficult, at least not with the light gun. Of course, I'm the kind of light gun guy that gets really close to the screen because I can't stand yeah. feeling like I'm I screwed up, you know. Yeah. Because something about, something about using the light gun uh, in the NES games, if you stand back and you shoot it, it feels so finicky that you think, no, it's not that I missed. It's that this thing's messed up, you know. Right. It's not yeah. my fault. It's a stupid controller. Doesn't work. Right. All right. Anyways, um, I don't have a ton more to say about this game. Unfortunately, I wish I did. But uh, yeah. But let's talk about the, the really good things about this game. One, the graphics. What did you think about the graphics? Uh, I thought they were great. I thought they kind of got old eventually uh, because the levels didn't change enough. But in general, I thought they looked great. Yeah, I agree. I think it's got that uh, Konami appearance and good graphics. I do think that one of the best graphics is the music, though. Yes, I agree. It's awesome. Typical Konami coming through, just put great game music. Really can touch in the mood up for it. Yeah, you can't really beat you, you can't beat comedy and music most of the time. So yeah. this one's no exception. It's good. Yeah, so All right, cool. What about uh let's see. What else do we do on this segment? Uh we uh is it worth it? Yeah. We do that, right? Ready for is it worth it? I so, guess. I, I think that's what's next. I think I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Price charting. Uh, has it for about, well, let's just say nineteen dollars. It's eighteen something, but nineteen bucks. Um, I I think it's worth it actually for nineteen bucks. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it. Uh, yeah, especially if you've got the setup to play it as a light gun game. Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely probably one of the best light game light gun. So, um, it's yeah, it's definitely top three light gun games on the NES, I would say. And back in the day when people actually cared about light gun games, kind of, I mean, once you get to the 16-bit era, they kind of fell flat, right? There was just a very right. small time period for home console light gun games. Now, I know the arcade continued to have success doing that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And probably still does to some extent because it's a little bit different, you know, but... Right. Um, yeah. During the heyday of of home console light gun games. This game is top tier. It's, just, it's good. Right. Right, so I right. What about the laser scope? Uh, not worth it. Cheapest, like a used stuff either is like 85 bucks. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's worth, it's worth it for a collection because it's a pretty unique item. I don't think I would use it though. No. Agreed. Okay. Cool. All right, let me see. What's our next segment? I think we got uh, retrofitted trophies. Okay, yeah. Let me play the let me play the music. You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. 
And by music, I just meant uh, the No Swear Gamer, which I've just played. So, <laughs> all right, you got any? Because I did not get all this time off. We had how long? I've got two. Okay, you, you may be the only two because our listeners didn't give us any. And I know listeners. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, they didn't give us any, and you and I didn't come up with any. So. Take it my uh, my first one is get from the chopper, and that is get through the first flying helicopter stage and get to the next like side scrolling stage. Gotcha. Get from the chopper. Yeah, exactly. It's a little play on words there. Um, then uh, uh, dude. I forgot the name of this one. I should have wrote it down. Maybe I can help you out. What do you do to get it? You get 10, kill 10 of the bad guys without getting hit. Oh. Sharpshooter. I don't know. Yeah, but that. Yeah. Yeah, you probably had a clever one. Great segment. <laughs> uh, we're Moving not ex- on. Yeah, we're not exactly on top of our game tonight, but what do you know? We got there. We got it. Part of the problem too is, I know, I know, I said I wouldn't get into a bunch of excuses, but in all honestly, and all honestly, in all honesty, uh, I played this game for the show. Probably, like as far as actually playing it and focusing on it. It was probably like two months ago. Yeah. And then I played it again a little bit to uh, brush up before we actually recorded. But it's it's so random here lately about, uh, I never know, you know, it'd be Monday, I'm like, ah, well, now Scott's sick, so uh, Justin, I can't. Or you're like, oh, well, my kid just threw up, so we can't do it tonight. <laughs> it's just... So to me, for me, what was it? What am I going to do? Keep playing it over and over and over again in case exactly. we play? And then and, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I played it. Okay, it's been a while, but I played it. I can't keep right. rushing up every time we almost record, which has been every week we have almost recorded for the past three months or whatever. So, <laughs> anyways, sorry. This long, long, uh, long story short. Um, Probably should have come up with some more retrofit trophies. All right. Let's give this game a rating. No game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. All right, Justin, how do you want to rate this one? Any ideas? Um, hmm. A type of side dish for Thanksgiving. Ooh, good way to get into one last small tangent before we wrap mm-hmm. it up. Okay. All right. Uh, let me think for a second. Um, I'm going to go with mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Okay. Because it is always one of the best things for Thanksgiving, but it's not the best. Eh. And that... Not one of the best things for Thanksgiving. If you well, you know, you I mean you can't have 
safety of mashed potatoes at some point, right? That's true. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put a plate together without mashed potatoes on it. At least not the first plate. But it's no sweet potato casserole. No. <laughs> Which it's not. It's not a deviled egg. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm a little bit sad. Um, my uh, for my Thanksgiving this year, <clears throat> we're getting Cracker Barrel. Which that's not what makes me sad. Um, I don't mind getting Cracker Barrel to caters or whatever because it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And my mother, one of the other reasons why we haven't podcasted as much is my mother-in-law had back surgery, uh, so we've been mm-hmm. trying to help her out and stuff or whatever. And uh, but that also means that nobody's cooking. So, anyways, long story short, yeah. I, yeah. said, I said that phrase twice this podcast. Oh, that's terrible. I did. I did go to a restaurant in Boston, a breakfast restaurant, and they had deep fried devils. Ooh, that does sound good. It wow. was pretty darn good. Which restaurant is that? Scrambled Jake. I thought it was Scrambled Jake. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. That's good. That's a good place. Um, yeah. Anyway, what, what was I going to say? Oh, the sad thing. The sad thing is not that my mother-in-law back surgery and we're having Cracker Barrel. That was just a roundabout way of me getting... Oh, those things are sad, but that was just a roundabout way of me getting to my wife is not making her sweet potato casserole for Thanksgiving. And you know how I am about that. I love it so much. But she promised me she would make it for uh, Christmas. So I guess I get that's going to be my Christmas present. If you recall, in past years, she makes it and nobody else really eats it. So then I just eat on it for about four more days after. Oh, that's amazing. It's so good. That's the that's the one thing that lasts almost as long as anything else in the refrigerator. You can just eat it. Just you don't oh, have yeah. to warm it up. It's kind of like a mixture of a of a side dish and a dessert. Exactly. It's perfect because you can have it for both. You know. Right. I'll eat it. Uh, with the turkey, and then I'll just eat it by itself later as a dessert. It's my, mm-hmm. it's my favorite. Uh, which, unfortunately, this game is not going to get that as a rating for me because that is top tier. Right. Um, I'm going to give this, see, because this game is a top tier light gun game, but it's also a light gun game, so it's kind of, you know, not exactly. It's not in the upper echelon of NES games in general. And I keep calling it a light gun game because you can use the light gun. It's really not a light gun game. I don't know why I keep calling it that. Probably because of the laser scope thing. But it's really not technically a light gun game. It's a regular game that you can use the light gun in. So I probably should should quit saying that. Even though we're about done with the podcast, it's a little late for me to quit quit now. (laughs) Uh, But I guess uh, I'm going to give this... Mm. We said it was going to be a side dish. So it can't be a main, and it can't be a dessert. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to go so low as to call it green beans. Although I like green beans, and again, kind of like mashed potatoes, I'm not going to make a plate that first plate without the green right. beans. Mm. I'm going to go with potato casserole. Okay. I know it's kind of a summer thing, but my family does it on Thanksgiving too. Um, and I think it's because it's got it, it's good. Um, 
It's not exactly something I'm going to get a lot or all the time. I may even not put it on the first plate. Kind of like this game. Uh, but it's also got a lot of components that I like, you know. Yeah. You could you could substitute egg casserole if you want to. Egg casserole or potato casserole. We usually don't do egg casserole for Thanksgiving because we also do deviled eggs, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do both egg casserole and deviled right. eggs. <laughs> that would be a disaster for the, oh, for the bathroom yeah. later. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna go, I'll go potato casserole. It's got a lot of got a lot of pieces to the puzzle, and it's pretty good. But it's not, yeah, it's not a game I'm going to play a lot. Not a not a dish I'm going to be just clamoring for. But I like it. Yeah. All right. What is uh, what's your what's your if you could have? Let's do a little quick. Um, let's see what is what's left on our list. Tough things. We just got to get the feedback, which we didn't get much feedback, and then the, and then our show's over. So, real quick, I just want to know if we're going to do like a a quick Thanksgiving meal draft or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a draft board because I did, I just kind of sprung this on you. It just hit me, uh, so we don't have things to pick from. But if you're going to get like your top three. Uh, items. It's pretty common. Pretty common items. Let's do a look a little, little quick round robin. Uh, I'll let you pick first, Stephen. Uh, three three man team draft pick of Thanksgiving food items. Not desserts. Right. No desserts. Just just your mains and your okay. sides. Well, with the first pick, and then a pick dressing. Whoa! Surprise! Surprise! First yeah, pick. It, okay. I love it. I love it so much. Hmm. I mean, that definitely would have been on my list to pick, but I would not have taken it first. Okay, I'm surprised. Um, I'm going to go turkey. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, that to me, that's like the Peyton Manning of picks here. That's true. Um, the SB in Tennessee um, was Peyton Manning's, obviously. The god of football, so. <laughs> um, well, if you take turkey, I'm taking sweet potato casserole. Oh, no. Oh, you really put me in quite a pickle. But, you know what? If you're going to make a good team, you can't always get the guy you like. Sometimes you just got to get the best player. So, with my second pick, I'm taking deviled eggs. All right. Well, I got to pull in a, a meat so I guess I'm taking ham even though ham is the second best I'm, meat I don't like ham ham is when the it comes uh, to yeah Thanksgiving yeah if we're using quarterbacks uh, if, as reference ham is like the uh, what's the Green Bay Packers quarterback guy everybody Loves to hate now, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's yeah. Aaron Rodgers is the ham. <laughs> I mean, he's good, and you need him because he's he's a really talented football player. But I just don't like him all that much. Yeah, and yeah. my father right. my father in law is obsessed with ham. He won't listen to this podcast, <laughs> so it's okay. But uh, yeah, he just loves it. He loves making it. He loves eating it. He loves. He loves. He he wants people to take a bunch home with them so they can make sandwiches the next day. Oh well, that is a that is a treat. I know, but inside, I'm thinking, ah, just you can have the ham. Give me the turkey. 
No, I don't want a ham sandwich the next day. Keep the ham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want the ham sandwich the next day. I want to eat the turkey. Yeah. I get turkey once a year. You can fix ham as many times as you want. Nobody's going <laughs> to nobody's gonna make fun of you for an Easter ham or a Christmas ham or a birthday ham. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but if you start making turkey at all these different occasions, they're going to be like, what, what's wrong with you? Turkey's a Thanksgiving thing. You can't be making Easter right. turkey. Right. It's true. So, yeah. Anyways, so father-in-law, you keep the ham is fine. You can have it. But don't be shoving your ham in my face during Thanksgiving. Shove my because <laughs> I don't shove my turkey in your face during um, July Fourth. Okay. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> oh wait, I actually got one more pick. Um, so you got ham, sweet potato casserole, and dressing. and dressing, which I do like putting bits of ham in my sweet potato casserole. So that's a good team you got there. Um, I'm gonna go. You know, I got two real high protein things here, and as much as I like protein, got to get a little carby every now and then. And I think to round out my team, not even though it's kind of like a, it's not really a, a top tier item. I think it would work well with my team. I'm gonna go gravy. Okay. I mean, I think. I, I thought about roll even, but roll's a little too boring. I think I think gravy to spice it up. It's hard to have turkey without gravy. Gravy, of course, it's hard to have a uh, dressing without gravy too. For me, I tell you what, let's just put our teams together. Huh. Yeah, and let's put our differences aside. Let's, let's get to combine our team. Yeah, sounds good. We're going for the championship. All right. Let's get some uh, some D-Patter feedback. It's time for D-Patter feedback, because when you're a D-Patter, you're a D-Patter for life. All right. We don't have very many. Um, you want me to pull it up? No. Or you got it? Yeah, I've got it. To Ken Kuzman, who has uh, Charlie Brown in the Pilgrim <laughs> Much respect for that. This game was bomb. It didn't know what it wanted to be. I looked up okay, the shooting stages were mediocre at best. Yeah, the first person always drove me nuts. Yeah, I agree. That that was that was the one part of the game they could have definitely done without. Chris Vanderhoff says, make sure you use the laser scope. Okay. Um, Daniel Walker says the S's in the logo. Looking kind of sus, which that's true. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about that, um, but yeah, the S. We didn't talk about that, and just go look at the boxer. Yeah, you can imagine uh, if you'd like to imagine if you. There's two S's in Laser Invasion. If you could imagine the most offensive two S's in your life, um, <laughs> that's what they are. Yeah. Right. Yep. So there you go. They don't stand for you <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, good episode. We're I would yeah. I would love to say we're back, baby, and uh, see you guys next week and all that stuff. But uh, we'll do our best. Could have been. Yeah, we'll do our best. We definitely got to come back. Well, I don't know when that Bucky's is going to be built, but we'll definitely be back for that. I don't know when it's supposed to. It's probably pretty far away. 
I, I should know that. I I do all kinds of construction in the in Survival. Um, that, that's my job to know that kind of stuff. I'll I'll come back to you. I'll let you know. Yeah, it's it's near where the yeah, okay. yeah. I think it says summer twenty twenty three. Yeah, actually, I tell you, I tell you what, I, I think we did do the the ground surface investigation for that, in like either earlier this year or late last year. Seven four thousand square feet and then a hundred twenty fueling. Whoa, seventy four thousand. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's like a <laughs> it's like a freaking Amazon warehouse or something. <laughs> All right, cool. All righty. Uh, well, I don't remember where people can find us. I'm sure we're out there somewhere. We're the two dudes in it. Big Brothers on Brothers Network dot com. Facebook. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, Facebook. Um, and um, yeah, if you if you like the Manscape ad and you want to continue to get ads, no problem. You get there. It's free. You don't have to. You don't have to donate anything to us. If, however, you would love to give us a dollar um, and get an episode every six months for that dollar without ads in it, then uh, so be it. That's I, that we definitely appreciate you. And no, I'm just, I'm just joking. Uh, we do appreciate that. We do try to put out more episodes. Think about it this way: if you put out, if we give you an episode once every two or three months, and you're paying a dollar a month. It's like three dollars an episode. Yeah, same thing, right? Just yeah, it's like a payment plan or something. You, that three dollars is spaced over three months, but now, um, I mean, really, there's a lot of back episodes too. If you're a new person, if you're an older person that has hung with us, God love you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're a special person. You're a special person. You're you're an honorary brother, in my opinion. I don't even, I don't care what the, the, the tears say. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you. Have, I'm sure, at some point in time, you had to buy in for that. But if you you've already paid your dues, you're an honorary brother. So yeah. that goes for the ladies too. All right. Anyways, um, yeah. So until next time, here's some music for the next game. <laughs>